The Bill Myers Show podcast is sponsored by Clouser Drilling. They've been leading the way in Southern Oregon well drilling for over 50 years. Find out more about them at clouserdrilling.com. Six minutes after uh, seven, KMED, KCMD. John, we had an email of the day here just a moment ago in which uh, a gentleman was was wondering about uh, a whole bunch of Hispanic men running down a country road kind of in a military formation. And this was in uh, Josephine County. You're thinking you have what that might have been, and it's actually quite innocent, isn't it? Yes. Uh, I actually live out in the Sam's Valley area, and uh, I have a neighbor that runs a business that's involved in uh, wildland uh, firefighting and force management. Mm-hmm. And I uh, maybe once or twice a year I'll see uh, him doing some kind of recruiting where he'll have a whole bunch of uh, young men, usually it's young men, uh, doing just exactly what was described in the email, uh, you know, using backpacks and stuff, and they'll run for maybe uh, a couple of miles. Uh, I'm, I haven't really talked to them too much because most of them don't speak English much, as the, he found out. But they're uh, doing uh, recruiting for uh, summer jobs mostly. Okay, and it's uh, more or less a test. Can you handle this? Can Because if you can uh, run down the road with the backpack, the heavy gear, and everything else— uh, if you can't do it, then you wouldn't really be a good firefighter, would you? That's right. Mm-hmm. That, that, I, I'm sure that's exactly the explanation for uh, what he, that your emailer uh, observed. All right. I appreciate the take on that. I was not aware of that before, and I think that's a, that's a very reasonable explanation. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for calling in, okay? Take care, John. Sure. All right. Eight minutes after seven. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Winter in Oregon. It means rain. Waterlogged soil expands as it saturates, and that pressure can impact your home's foundation, sometimes even allowing the rain to get into your home. Terra Firma Foundation Systems can help. We've got your back. Terra Firma is the Northwest solution for safer foundations and dry basements and crawl spaces. One easy call can protect your home this winter. Click GoTerraFirma.com, schedule a free evaluation, CCB 173547. That's GoTerraFirma.com. KCMD and KMED Weather, sponsored by Advanced Air and Bryant. Doing whatever it takes to deliver intelligent heating and cooling solutions and award-winning service. Visit MyAdvancedAir.com. I'm meteorologist Bobby Jay for NBC5. Light showers out there for this Monday morning. We'll see a diminishing chance into this afternoon, and then showers becoming more likely this evening. Another rain set up Tuesday into Wednesday, clearing into Thursday. High today of 54, drop into 42 tonight. This hour of the Bill Meyer Show is proudly sponsored by Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros on Main Street in Phoenix. If your garage or overhead shop door needs service or repair, please consider American Industrial Door. They have experienced and professional technicians with a fleet of trucks that can repair and service any door or opener. And if you need advice or just have a question about your door, just give them a call or stop by either showroom. They've been your garage door experts in Southern Oregon for nearly 40 years. American Industrial Door on Crater Lake Avenue, north of Vilas Road and on Union Avenue in Grants Pass. Sweetwater Sanitation are your experts in the sanitation business. With over 20 years of providing septic services in Southern Oregon, Sweetwater Sanitation gets the job done the right way. Sweetwater Sanitation can inspect, service, repair, and pump your septic tank so you can focus on enjoying time with friends and family and not a septic disaster. Give them a call at 541-821-1426 or check them out online at swsmodoc.com. Sweetwater Sanitation, their service is the difference. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. And these polls, Trump has now increased his lead over Nikki Haley in New Hampshire, according to the results of the latest Suffolk University Boston Globe tracking poll. 
Trump at 52 percent. It's two percentage points higher than he had when he polled the first two days of the poll. Haley, meanwhile, dropped uh, a percentage point, landing at 35. Uh, Governor DeSantis, who I don't really think is going to be competing in New Hampshire, is a distant third at six points. Uh, My guess is he's probably going straight to South Carolina, where, you know, for a lot of candidates, South Carolina becomes do or die. Now, Win, lose, or draw, uh, South Carolina, that primary is going to be very important to Nikki Haley because that is her home state. Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. Does your current trophy wife want a life insurance policy three times the size of your previous mistakes? Relax and call Big Lou at Term Provider. Big Lou says if you're in your 50s, even a bit porky, a $1 million term life policy should only cost about two to 300 bucks per month. Call Big Lou at 800-529-2856. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He likes trophies, too. For affordable life insurance, call 800-529-2856. Doctors take Field of Greens for their own health. Here's Dr. Ryan Green to explain. We're like you. Too much fast food, not enough exercise. That's why I take Field of Greens. The fruits and vegetables in Field of Greens support my heart, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism for weight loss. And Field of Greens promises your doctor will notice your improved health or your money back. Get 15% off with promo code radio at fieldofgreens.com. That's promo code radio at fieldofgreens.com. Product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Bill Myers Show is on 106.3 KMED and 99.3 KCMD. You know, every time I hear those Big Lou life insurance ads, I always picture Big Lou, you know, about 400 pounds on a Sherm's Thunderbird mobility scooter. With a, a cell phone in his hand, I can't, I, I can't help. But uh, Big Lou, he's into trophy wives too, I guess. Hey, it's thirteen after uh, seven. Last week, the World Economic Forum. Yes, the people who, uh, the elites who so dearly, dearly love us all and are hoping to just uh, care for us, and they want to destroy our lives just because. Well, you know, we need to save the planet first, and making sure that you can't eat is you know, a big part of this. Uh, now, I know that uh, Kevin from the uh, Heritage Foundation had a just layered, a, gave him a broadside, gave him hell there when he spoke from Heritage. And that was just uh, just amazing. But uh, a big thing on ESG, we were talking about ESG, environmental, social, governance. Let's talk about that now with Consumer Research Executive Director Will Hill. Will, you've been keeping an eye on this story deeply, right? How uh, the globalists are controlling our uh, corporations and the corporations are happy to get in bed with them, more or less. Give us the story, please. That's that's absolutely right. So basically what's been happening is large asset managers like BlackRock in particular, but also Vanguard and State Street, have basically been trying to turn corporate America into a political utility, an arm of the Democratic Party and push a bunch of environmental and social and economic policy that they could never get through at the ballot box. And this has been called ESG, and that's what they've been doing for about the last five or six years. But we've been calling them out on that. We've run about $4.5 million of consumer education ads calling out BlackRock and its CEO, Larry Fink, and they've been stinging from this. And now it appears they have decided it's time to rebrand ESG. They've got to come up with a new term because people are sick of the ESG elite agenda. I want to be uh, clear that it's not that they want to get rid of ESG. They just know that everybody knows that about it now. So we just want to keep doing it. Well, it's kind of like how they say that, uh, well, we don't do affirma- affirmative action anymore. They just call it DEI, right? <laughs> Diversity, equity, and inclusion, right? That, that same sort of thing. Same BS under no, a different 100- name, right? 100%. It's the exact same ideas. It's the exact same policies. It's the exact same uh, concept of having a few unelected CEOs of large financial services companies basically decide how you're going to live your life, running your life down to literally how much time, you know, how much meat you consume. When you look at the targets, I mean, it's talking about reducing electric, electrical use, reducing how much time or how many times people can fly a year, how much meat they, they eat. And they're going to do all this. They're trying to do all this through corporate America. People are on to them now. So they're having to get rid of this ESG term, but they're not getting rid of, of what they're trying to do. And so now they've rebranded it stakeholder metrics. It's really hilarious because if you look at the marketing for this, what they claim is they're taking a whole view of a company based on how it treats its stakeholders, everything from its, uh, from its employees to its vendors to even its consumers. 
But when you look at what they're actually doing, it treats all of those people worse <laughs> than a normal corporation simply trying to make money. Yeah, well, so it, well, anytime you hear the term, well, well, frankly, anytime you hear the term stakeholder, Will, I, I think you know, that's kind of like the siren song of the bureaucraties, the globalist type thing. Uh, you're supposed to worry about stakeholders rather than in, 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 in well, what you should be worrying about if you're a corporation is A, your customers, and B, your investors, right? That being that's you know legally what you're supposed to be worried about, right? One hundred percent. And so they use this kind of floaty language where it sounds like they're trying to help people out. And obviously, people don't like the idea of corporations only being driven by profit because there's this sense that they that means they've got to be screwing over the little guy or got to be doing something you know mean to their employees or to their to their customers. But the core mission of any company in in a in a well regulated market or a well focused market is to serve Consumers, you only return value to your shareholders if you if you manage to make your your consumers happy. And so, when you supplant that focus on on uh, returning value to shareholders by serving consumers, when you start to add in, well, what are they doing to the environment uh, on net zero, and what are they what are they doing on these social issues, right? That's a that's a uh, uh, stalking horse. That's a a, a secret uh, uh, portal to injecting a bunch of far left-wing policy into corporate America and then shoving that down the consumer's throat, whether they like it or not. I'll give you an example that uh, over the weekend, I ended up uh, getting a a new hard drive for my computer, a new solid-state drive, and it came from a company called SK Hynix. Now, I'm not picking on SK Hynix. It just happens to be where I ended up getting the drive, okay? So the the hard drive comes in. I open it up, and it has uh, the drive is kept inside a cardboard packaging kind of uh, something like that it has a label on it will i'm going to read the label to you biodegradable packaging sk hynix social value at least one at least 90 percent degradation within 180 days now something tells me that sk hynix was not sitting around there worried about having biodegradable packaging until maybe blackrock said hey you know your uh, ESG scores are kind of dropping. You better do something about that. Would that be a fair theory, you know, to float on something like this? It's a, it's a fair theory, but let me go even a step farther because I think that's even giving BlackRock too much credit. Oh, because okay. Because when you look at what, what that E in ESG, the environmental, when you look at you, – I mean, that sounds nice, right? I care about the environment. You sure. probably care about the environment. Mm-hmm. When you look at actually how they score these companies, it is not this idea of like, hey, let's reduce pollution overall. It is a monomaniacal focus on hitting so-called net zero targets, meaning net oh. zero, zero carbon emissions by 2050. And the E and ESG can actually be used and is used by many, many corporations to cover for real environmental problems that that company has with how they treat, treat the environment or, or emit other things. So, for example, you've got electric vehicle companies or companies that are getting into the electrical vehicle business. These score very highly on ESG metrics. But where does the cobalt for those batteries that's required in those batteries come from? It comes from the third world. Yeah. Yeah. Open pit mines in the Congo, quote unquote, staffed by 12-year-old child slaves, effectively. Then then the cobalt is not processed here where we have environmental uh, controls on emissions of, of heavy metals. It's taken to China where almost all of the refining is done. And it's refined and, you know, that gets all admitted into the atmosphere and spreads around the earth. And then it comes here, and those companies get a high ESG rate or E rating on their ESG ratings because they're helping to achieve net zero. But all the other pollution issues, all the other social issues, using child slaves in Africa, that all gets covered. So it's even worse than huh. just pushing companies to focus on all this extra nonsense. It actually covers for it, – it, it is the refuge of charlatan ESG. And that's exactly the same thing with stakeholder metrics. It's going to be used. Oh, we're helping the environment. Well, what are you doing for those twelve-year-old children that are being forced to, to work a mine? Nothing. Well, don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't worry. care about stakeholders when it, when it serves them. Okay, so when I look at uh, SK Hynix, which by the way is a, uh, a South Korean company, all right, and, and when it says that it has this biodegradable packaging, talking about it being a social value, then maybe I'm just going to uh, float a theory here. A lot of times making uh, hard drives and electronic devices can be pretty dirty in other pollution. I'm I'm talking about things like where you could have fluorine that enters the environment from the manufacturing and things like that. So maybe they don't pay attention to that. But then SK Hynix says, but look, look, biodegradable packaging. Give us a higher score. Is that how that works then? 
That, that, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. All the ZESG metrics serve as virtue signaling. Anytime you see a company tout its DEI program or its ESG metrics, you got to be start getting very worried about what's under, under the hood of these actual companies. It is a strong signal. It's like the person that's constantly run, running around telling you how wonderful they are, how virtuous they are. <laughs> you need to start, the FBI needs to check that person's hard drive, right? That's the person you need to be worried about. And it's the same thing with these corporations. Okay. Uh, Will Hild, once again, the executive director of Consumers Research. By the way, I didn't even ask you to explain the mission of Consumers Research. I don't know what your ESG score is, but why don't you tell us a little bit about Consumers <laughs> Research, too, please. Well, we're the nation's oldest consumer protection organization. We were founded in 1929, and our mission is to educate, keep, keep consumers safe in the market by educating them and amplifying their voice in the marketplace. If people want to learn more, they can visit consumersresearch.org. And our main mission right now is fighting about against this ESG scam being put on by the financial services industry, specifically BlackRock. Why is it so important to fight ESG and, and just rip it out by its roots, even if they end up calling it the, what, stakeholder metrics? And, and by the way, I've also heard the term stakeholder capitalism which uh, is kind of funny, too, because stakeholder capitalism means it's a stakeholder doesn't necessarily have money in it. So it uh, is right. really bugs me, right? Exactly. Well, the, the reason it's so important is because if we let them do what they're trying to do, if the banks and the big asset managers and big insurers can basically tell all of corporate America what they're going to do, what they're going to charge, what they're going to be able to provide to consumers, then we, 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 we can bother. We can just get rid of elections. Why bother, right? Because all of that policy will be set by a few Wall Street elites. Some Wall Street fat cats will basically decide how you're going to live your life. So the good news is this is a house of cards. It violates antitrust laws. It violates their fiduciary duty to their clients, and it's probably securities fraud. So the, the good news is this is a house of cards that they built, and so it may seem like a David and Goliath uh, uh, situation, but remember, David wins in the end. But the important reason that we have to fight it is because if you want to live in a, fair, a free country, you can't have Larry Fink deciding how many times you get to fly a year, or how much red meat you get to eat. I would imagine that uh, if Larry Fink is trying to decide how many uh, how many times you can fly each year, uh, the people flying to the World Economics Forum, though, they're exempted, right? Is that one of those uh, sort of things where their work is way too important in order to, uh, you- to do what they do? You hit the nail right on the head. When you look at their plans, what they say needs to happen in order to hit these quote-unquote net zero targets, they want to ban non-essential air travel. Well, how much do you want to bet that flying to Davos on a private jet is going to be deemed very, very essential? Huh. There was another uh, story I was reading the other day. Uh, oh, yeah, it was on Fox News. It had to do with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift finding herself uh, sideways with people criticizing her on her uh, $40 million private jet. Now, I don't really... I couldn't even name a Taylor Swift song other than maybe Shake It Off, and that's a pretty old one at this point. Uh, but when it comes right down to it, isn't that isn't Taylor almost like a victim of this right now? In which she's saying, "Oh, I'm going to I'm going to buy carbon credits or something like that." It's kind of like what the Catholic Church used to do to sinners. You know, if you were wealthy and you had the money, you'd buy an indulgence from the uh, from the local minister or the local priest, it's right? 100- it, that's a hundred percent correct. It is the exact same thing. It's just in a secular form. This this bizarre belief that if we don't uh, start start eating bugs uh, and live in pods, that that the earth is going to somehow burst into flames is a basically a secular religious belief. And just like you you noted, uh, there's ways out of it. You can pay away your sins. And so these carbon credit uh, indulgences were basically created to scam you know members of this religion out of their hard earned money. Uh, hmm. But don't fall for it. You know, carbon credits, even even John Oliver, uh, uh, you know, on HBO, far lefty, did a whole show making fun of how ridiculous these things are. You're doing things like paying someone who owns a forest who already wasn't cutting down the trees to continue not cutting down the trees. It, it's that level of ridiculous. But yet you've bought yourself uh, an excuse. And essentially, that's also Elon Musk's entire business model with the electric car. That's really why he got to be as successful as he was, because it's not about him selling the cars as much as selling carbon credits to the other car companies that actually want to make uh, you know, cars that people want to buy, right? Am I wrong about that? No, you're 100% correct. Okay. In fact, there's been a number of quarters of Tesla where if it wasn't for the fact that other com- car companies who don't make as many EVs weren't required to buy credits for their – it gets into the cafe, you know, the, the mileage standards that the federal government puts out. But basically, if they didn't have to pay Tesla for some of those credits, Tesla would not have made a profit in those, in those quarters. So it, it is a core – portion of their of their business model you're correct will hild once again consumers research and 
the other thing I wonder, uh, do you think there's any hope for true free market capitalism to come back? Because, you know, you and I and no one listening here, other than going to uh, garage sales and things like that, we don't live under free market capitalism. It's all managed right now. What, what are your thoughts about that? Do you think we're on a tipping point where we're going to have to go through the uh, the dark ages first? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I do think we're at a tipping point. I think if you look in a lot of areas of, of, of life, uh, there's a sense that things are not the way they should be and a growing frustration. One of the things we found when we started running our ad campaigns attacking companies going woke was that there was this huge reservoir of, of consumer frustration and resentment towards these companies. And we were just we were just poking a hole in the dam and then it would all come, come flowing in. And you've seen a change, you know, and, and people forget, but in, in 2021, every corporation was falling all over themselves to weigh in on whether there should be voter ID at elections or uh, you know, a myriad of other issues. Well, you don't see that quite as much. They've, they've, you know, they're still, they're st- I'm not saying they're on our side. Larry Fink has done a good job of pushing them left, but they're not doing it as openly. And so there is a sense that if they don't start responding to the general public, things, things are going to go very badly for them. And you've seen companies like Anheuser-Busch and Target take a huge hit in Disney. So I, I'm very hopeful. I do not want people to get a, a sense of doom or fatalism around this. Uh, consumers are uh, roaring like lions right now, and they should keep it up and feel empowered. They are making a difference. We just have to keep the pressure on. And I should note towards that end, when you go on our website at consumersresearch.org, consumersresearch.org, you can sign up for something we call Woke Alerts, which is our uh, text message subscription. We won't won't spam. You'll just be one a week where we highlight a company going woke in an obnoxious way. And we want to be action-oriented. So it won't just be, it's not just outrage. uh, So you can just be mad in your car on the ride to work. Mm-hmm. We always put a place to contact customer service, either by phone or by email. So you can call that company and let them know why you're upset with them, because we have to just not just use our wallets, but also our voice. I'm signing up for that right now. I'm going to get that in there, and I'm hoping that everybody else listening does too. It's really easy. Great website, by the way, to uh, to navigate. It's consumersresearch.org. And right at the very top, there's a woke alert. Can you become a member? Is there, you know, when you say you're a consumer research group, do you take memberships or you just take donations? You know, how, how do you pay for yourself? Just curious. We're proud to be supported by thousands of consumers from across the country. And if people want to go, we don't, we don't do memberships, but if people would like to donate and support our work in amplifying their voice, uh, they can donate on the webpage, consumersresearch.org. Right. I'm good with that. Will Hild, once again, Executive Director, Consumers Research, consumersresearch.org. Thanks so much. Great talk. Appreciate it. Be well. Thanks. Thanks for having me. 728 KMED, KCMD. We're here with Kevin from Clouser Drilling. Kevin, can you drill a well in the wintertime? You bet. Winter can be a beneficial time to drill as most contractors are available. Many of our winter customers were planting gardens and need to be ready when spring comes. Aren't those drill rigs pretty heavy? They're very heavy. You need a good solid road base for drilling access, and this road can be an asset in future for maintenance of the well. For a free written estimate, contact Clouser Drilling, C-L-O-U-S-E-R, at 541-476-7795. Happy Holidays from Collaborative Publishing Solutions. This holiday season, CollabPub would like to thank our sponsor, Team Senior Referral Services. Team Senior Referral Services can simplify your search for assisted living, memory care, and adult foster homes, in-home care, and home health. And their services are 100% free. Visit them online at teamsenior.org or call today at 541-295-8230. And thank you again for sponsoring Collaborative Publishing Solutions. Do you owe the IRS back taxes you can't afford? Are your finances underwater? First Response Resolution in Eagle Point solves tax problems. Their CPA will represent you with the IRS and defend your rights as a taxpayer. Visit FirstResponseIRS.com to schedule your free consultation. All those personal goals you set for 2024 would be much easier to tackle if you're well-rested from a great night's sleep. And if one of those goals is to save money, get ready to clobber two canaries with one whopper of a rock. Now, during the 17th anniversary sale at Garrison Sleep, get six years interest-free financing OAC on a new perfectly plush or fantastically firm mattress or get 25% off. Save today and sleep your way through 2024. Garrisons.com. This is the Bill Myers Show on 106.3 KMED and 99.3 KCMD. 7.30, appreciate you being here this morning. Uh, Dr. Powers will be joining me after 8 o'clock, as always, with a great talk on local history. And it's about 2-Bit. It's about a World War II dog. It's a really interesting story. 
And we haven't uh, had that segment for many, many years here. I, I really enjoy, with uh, with all the craziness in the news right now, uh, you could look at a back at a time in which, uh, you know, the formation of Southern Oregon. Speaking of which, remember it was, oh yeah, here we go. I was talking about um, about growing food in the area and how maybe it would be a good idea just because of resiliency, a true resiliency that uh, we don't always focus on. Hey, you know, Southern Oregon is able to eat just fine as long as the trucks are rolling on the Interstate 5. And if it doesn't, oh, well, too bad, so sad. And uh, and we'll just have a little uh, chuckle over it here as uh, we fight for, for sea bugs on the street, right? But uh, Betty reminds me, Betty from Grants Pass, Betty Martin, says, Bill, you were talking about growing food in the area. You must remember this entire valley was full of orchards, peach, apple, pears, and berries back in the day, and, of course, hop yards for decades. A very easy thing for most people, even with limited movement, is to uh, grow with hydroponics. A little bit of a dollar outlay, but can be used 12 months of the year. It's just as easy to plant a tomato as it is to plant a flower. Thanks. Betty, I appreciate your writing. And uh, thanks for emailing Bill at BillMeyerShow.com. Now, after news, though, the... Boy, I, I've been so thrilled to hear from uh, Dr. Glenn Gamer, And you may recall the uh, story about the mistimed traffic light in uh, South Medford over on, what is it, uh, Barnett, Barnett and, is it the Stewart? East Stewart? Yeah, yeah, over there. And there's been some action, some movement on that story. And we'll tell you more on that coming up. Bill Meyer for Jay Austin and Company, Gold and Silver Buyers in Ashland and Grants Pass, and now home of their new website, fortunereserve.com. Now we're heading into a new year with many of the same old problems and stresses bubbling under the surface. Many folks looking to prepare more for potential contingencies, maybe storing food and water, but it's also important to store a form of wealth, too. And you might consider physical gold and silver from a great local company, J. Austin & Company Gold and Silver Buyers. They have a long history of helping people build long-term wealth. The big money understands this as the world's central banks and countries continue to buy gold, even while printing what seems to be an endless supply of dollars, huh? Physical gold and silver from Jay Austin could be part of your smart financial plan for 2024 and beyond, and they make it easy for you. Log on to fortunereserve.com, fortunereserve.com, and find the gold and silver and platinum you need, and they can even deliver it to your door. Fortunereserve.com, a division of Jay Austin and Company, gold and silver buyers, 1632 Ashland Street in Ashland and 6th and G in Grants Pass, fortunereserve.com. KMED, KCMD News, sponsored by Millette Construction, specializing in foundation repair and replacement. Get on solid ground by visiting MilletConstruction.com. Good morning, I'm Marcus Veal with your MBC5 morning news update. A Medford couple is warning the public about yet another scam effort with these pretending to be police officials. Esther and David Dubovis received a call Friday morning from someone claiming to be from the Jackson County Sheriff's Office saying their son had a warrant for his arrest. The scammer said the couple needed to pull out almost $5,000 immediately to pay the fine and get their son out of legal trouble. But their son is not even living in the country. The couple says red flags in the call allowed them to easily recognize it as a scam. Local sheriff's office have repeatedly stated before that they will never make a phone call in order to collect money. When in doubt, hang up and call the local law enforcement agency's official phone number. Ashland will have a new interim city manager following the resignation of its former city manager back in October. Joe Lassard served until October 2023, but according to the Ashland City Council, remains on paid leave until the end of January. City Council unanimously appointed Deputy City Manager Sabrina Cotta to, fill, to fulfill the role of interim, and her term is set to start February 1st. The council also decided they will be looking for outside assistance in the longer process of selecting a permanent city manager. For the time being, Ashland Mayor Tony Graham says Cotta will effectively serve both as interim and deputy city manager. That's a look at your morning headlines from C5 News. I'm Marcus Villa. Have a fabulous start to your week. This hour of the Bill Meyer Show is proudly sponsored by Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros and Full Service Auto Repair. Hi, it's Jolene at Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros. If you're wondering about the condition of your tires, stop in and we'll check your tread level and give you an honest assessment on wear and your ability to navigate wet, slick roads. And if you need new tires, Phoenix Auto Center has a great selection of top brands like General, Hercules, Cooper, Continental, Falcon, Mastercraft, BF Goodrich, and more. 
For the best tire prices and service, see your local family-owned Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros on Main in Phoenix. Millette Construction has been a general contractor for 40 years. For the last 20 years, they've specialized in foundation repair and replacement. If you have sloping floors, cracks in walls, and windows and doors that are hard to open, you have a foundation problem that's only getting worse. At Millette Construction, they not only fix your foundation and level your house, they solve the water problem that's causing the damage. Get on solid ground. Call Millette Construction for a free estimate. Visit MilletteConstruction.com. CCB number 32787. Happy New Year from everyone at Good Guys Guns. This month, all in-stock Glocks are $20 off, including Blue Label. Good Guys Guns also offers layaway plans to meet every budget. Did you know that Good Guys Guns offers professional firearm cleaning? Don't forget to sign up for their next concealed handgun class on February 11th. Good Guys Guns, the Valley's premier gun shop, 4934 Crater Lake Avenue in Medford and online at goodguysguns.com. That's Good Guys Guns. Good Guys Guns. Are you the parent of a two to seven year old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one -on -one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month, but you have to go to abcmouse.com radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. Hi, I'm Paul Strandberg with Valley View Nursery, and I'm on 106.7 KMED. 7.37. Appreciate you waking up here this Monday, the 22nd. Uh, by the way, Dr. Gamera, was it raining when you came in? I forget. No, it was wet, but not raining. It just wet. Okay, yeah, all right. Wet. Uh, Dr. Glenn Gamera joins me in studio, and a great guy. I've always enjoyed uh, talking with him. And at first, uh, I guess we first talked about about a year and a half, two years ago? Yeah, almost two years. Just short of two years. you got to keep that within the statute of limitations, okay? It's uh, under two years. Okay, all right. Yeah, boy, I have to tell you, the, uh, the wheels of justice grind uh, slowly, but... Dr. Glengamer is a doctor of chiropractic, and he's here with an update on the red light camera. And this is the situation in Medford, the mistimed stoplight at Barnett and Stewart. For people who have uh, maybe didn't hear you the last uh, two, three times that you were on, set the table on what you discovered over in South Medford at Barnett and Stewart, East Stewart. Sure. Well, the story actually begins the prior intersection. So... I was headed up um, Center Drive, headed towards Staples, mm -hmm. and um, hit the yellow light there. And, of course, thought, okay, great, I can make it around this. So I shot around the light. That light was time for five seconds. So now I'm headed 650 feet up the street to East Stewart Avenue, an identical three-way intersection. And I see the light turn yellow, and I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm hitting all the yellow lights today. I, I should better make sure I make this one. So I lifted, but I didn't hit the brakes, and I shot around that corner at 20. Mm -hmm. um, and kind of giggled about it. I thought, oh, that was fun. Um, and 10 days later... And by the way, this is a sports car, too, if I recall, right? Yeah, it's my little Porsche. I try not to mention it because people think I'm a bragging about a Porsche. But the, pur the purpose of mentioning it is to suggest that if I'm cruising around that corner at 20 miles an hour, you're not going to make it in your truck or in a bus or much less in the semi, okay? okay. So, at any rate, after I received the citation in the mail um, on the 25th of January... Um, I found that it had a, uh, you know, uh, said to go down to photonotice.com and you can watch your video. So here I sat watching my video, admiring my little car shooting around the corner, and uh, realized there was a timer on it. And so I looked down and realized, oh my gosh, that light turned from green to red within three seconds. It ended up being 3.5 seconds. So what they have done is set up a, a classic photo red light trap. You're conditioned by the first corner with the full five seconds yellow light to think you have that time for the next intersection, which is short time by one and a half seconds. And by five seconds, and if I recall correctly, five seconds was the bare minimum according to the law, right? Well, yeah. It, or roughly uh, or pretty close to it? Well, no, five seconds is too short for that light as well. Oh. Um, those times that the city is using are times that are designed for a straight through maneuver. And I had to kind of, actually, I did giggle in, in the a recent uh, uh, municipal court hearing, I tried not to get kicked out of court, uh, where the city was having to defend itself. Um, and the uh, traffic engineer 
Uh, and Alicia Wilson, the, the DA, was leading her witness, of course, and saying, hey, we, we did more than what ODOT requires because we added the one-second perception reaction time in our timing. Mm-hmm. Um, what they don't realize is that timing that they were speaking of is the time to go straight through an intersection. Uh, certainly when you're slowing to make a turn, it takes a longer time to cover that critical distance. And we, so, had, to, we had to be clear that uh, this, uh, this red-like camera at Barnett and E. Stewart you can only turn left or you can turn right. There is no right. straight through on this at all. Yes, these are two identical three-way intersections with no straight through maneuver. They're turns. Uh, two, uh, both of them have a 35-mile-an-hour approach, a velocity, a speed limit, and uh, two right turn lanes, both identical. Uh, and the first one timed at 5 seconds and the next one timed at 3.5 seconds. So, mm-hmm. um, so when you're conditioned in that first uh, uh, turn, and you're headed up to the next light and you see a yellow and you're shorted by 1.5 seconds, uh, uh, you know, some folks can't understand why any vehicle would be uh, before the intersection on red and still go through. Well, my time into red was seven-tenths of a second, okay? Um, In other words, there's really no way that you could... It's impossible. Impossible to make it through the intersection (laughs) without getting popped for a ticket. Right. And, All right. and so at any rate, I went through the missile court hearing and where they, they shut me down and didn't allow me to put on a defense. So I went on to circuit court and filed there and I was able to put my evidence up in such a way that they wouldn't be able to squash it. And so they had to cave and dismiss my citation. Um, so what uh, our expert, our international uh, expert in yellow light timing, Mr. Master Jarlstrom, he took my video, and we put up a timer of 3.5 seconds and showed that my car was about 20 feet from the intersection when the light turned red. And then after I uh, beat them in circuit court, they said, out of fairness, we're going to increase the time to 5.1 seconds. Well, at 5.1 seconds, my vehicle is practically all the way through the intersection on that same video. Mm. So that would be a fun one to show if we ever get to. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well. There are so many people that have written me over the years, and I'll bet they've written you, too, yeah, well, yeah. talking about uh, how many times, many times. In fact, I think it was your patience. Wasn't it your patience that sort of tipped you off to this problem? Because you moved your office, and you were you know, located in exactly. Medford, yeah. and you had all these folks from the Applegate that would yeah. drive through and go down Stewart, right. and they would go through this uh, short-timed intersection. Right. And they were telling you that, hey, I'm coming to see you, right? Yeah, after I got the citation, I started investigating this. I, I thought, well, I'll do an informal survey of my patients. My, my clinic used to be out in Rouge in the Applegate Valley, and so I've got a great following of just the most wonderful people in that area that come into town to see me, and uh, where do they have to go is through that, that light. So I started asking them, and in one month's time, I had 38 patients admitted to getting tickets at that, at that signal. One um, month? It, 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 well, that's in oh. prior years, but oh. within that, the, the period of time that I, I was uh, doing my survey. Um, at one of them was uh, Dr. Blankush's patient, who was a state trooper, who got four tickets there, three in the squad car. So uh, it's, it's, it's pretty obvious that's a, a problem when, when someone is you know, responsible as a state trooper's uh, getting four tickets. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, quite interesting, really. Yeah. And I also, uh, also, from what I understand, my, well, my wife also got yeah. popped. She's yeah. one of the people that, uh, that you wrote to. It's when I found out that, that, that there was good news about this. She got popped through there, and she hadn't had a ticket in 20, 25 years, right? Mm-hmm. I was just like, where did this come from? All of a sudden, I'm a bad driver, and she didn't quite understand what it was. And so she went through yeah. the diversion, you know, the traffic school, oh, yeah. and, you know, all that other kind of stuff, and paid the fine. And what was the, um, the last time we heard about it, you know, you'd gone through these hearings, yeah. et cetera, but then it was on the hunt for an attorney. Oh, boy. Yes. Uh, Oregon is in a very sad state of affairs for the legal profession here. Um, especially when you're looking for specialists, uh, you know, uh, uh, appeals, uh, lawyers, uh, lawyers who can do class actions, uh, they're a rarity. And when you can find them, um, the municipalities are pretty bright. They've, uh, uh, they'll hire the largest firms in town to get them conflicted so they can no longer go after them. Oh, okay. And you so, hire the big dogs yeah. and then, so, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, we can't help so, you suing the city because right, we're on contract. Ex- okay. Exactly. So when you go to all the big firms in Portland, because there, no, there are none in Southern, Southern Oregon, but when you go to all the big firms in Portland, they're all conflicted and they only do defense work. They don't do any plaintiff work. So it's, it's kind of like a David versus Goliath and you have these small 
firms that uh, go up and, and do the class actions. But yet we have yeah. hundreds, if not thousands, of people who were victimized by the city's timing of this, uh, of this intersection. Oh, yeah. Correct? From, from 2017 to 2022, uh, just to put it in perspective, at Biddle McAndrews, during that six-year period, they had 2,840 citations. And if you multiply that by $265 fine, that's $750,000. Now, by the and, way, I want to be clear, yeah. though, that Biddle and McAndrews takes way, way more traffic than uh, East yeah, McAndrews, than East uh, Stewart and Barnett. Yeah, twice, twice the annual traffic volume. And here at East Stewart, uh, turning on to Barnett in the same six-year period, there were 10062 for a total of $2,666,430. All right, so half the traffic, uh, four times the fines? Is that yes. uh, kind of what I'm hearing, yeah. roughly? And and I think during the press release, after uh, I, I beat them in circuit court, the city put out another false statement, which I came in and spoke to you about, um, saying that wherever there are photo-red-light camera systems, there are reduced crashes and reduced red-light citations. Now, if you look at the their own data from, uh, I think, 2019 report, uh, uh, 16 years of data from uh, Biddle McAndrews, there was an average of 22 crashes a year through the whole period of time. There's no reduction in crashes. But at Stewart Avenue, uh, turning on to Barnett, the crashes went down by half, but it had nothing to do with the cameras. It's because they showed, uh, closed the southbound off-ramp into that intersection in 2009. A lot less traffic yeah. there now. Yeah. Yeah. But but then, then getting back to their, their statement that there's also reduced uh, red light citations. Well, that did occur in Biddle McAndrews because people realize, oh, there's a camera there, I better slow down, right? Mm -hmm. But at uh, East Stewart on the Barnett, the red light citations stayed at over 1,500 citations a year, year in and year out. No change. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, Uh, yeah, Dr. Glenn Gamer with me once again. And you couldn't find a local attorney to take on a class action against the city of Medford. So where did you end up having to go? I mean, Oh, I went everywhere. We started, we had one of the largest firms. Uh, I'm fortunate uh, to have a, a brilliant attorney, a retired attorney brother, uh, <laughs> Mark, who's uh, helped me out with this as well. And, of course, having the international expert in the whole world of yellow light timings, Mr. Mass Jarlstrom, who came up with the uh, new extended kinematic equation, which the Institute of Transportation Engineers has uh, as their primary recommendation mm-hmm. for doing yellow lights. Um, I also have a niece in L.A. who's with a large firm. and So I, it's, it's helpful you had a few connections exactly. to help you down, but, yeah, uh, but even they that. had trouble finding a lawyer, right? A big team effort. Well, yeah. uh, my niece was working for Quinn Emanuel in L.A. at the time, which is a very large firm, so she used the provenance of that firm to get a hold of Lane Powell to give them to have them give me a call. So I got a call from one of their principals. I was shocked. Um, and we got all set up with them. They spent, you know, probably 20000 in due diligence over several months, determined this is an absolute hands-down winner. We want to take the case. Uh, we'll, we'll do our, our fees on contingency. Oh, but by the way, you have to pay all the expenses. So I went, wait a minute, gulp. Um, yeah. Can't do that. So um, I've spent uh, the better part of the last year or so uh, trying to get proper representation, and I'd come across, uh, I finally found one in Fresno, and he got too busy to handle it after stringing us along for a few months. Um, but now that blue, I have got now a gem, and that's Mr. Uh, William Smith in Tualatin. Hmm. Uh, and he's probably the best lawyer you can get in the entire state. And I say that not because of a credential or because of uh, his experience as an uh, appeals lawyer. What you want to have when you get representation from an attorney is you want to have someone who's invested in your cause and someone who will be a true advocate. And that's what this guy is. I mean, he's an honest, conscientious person. Well, and you're looking for a crusader of Exactly. Sorts. Yeah. And, and I got him. And uh, he is brilliant as well. I mean, when, when Matt's and I w- were visiting with him and, and Matt's is getting into the weeds on this math, uh, this guy actually understood it. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that's what you want to find is someone who will be an advocate and do everything they can to make sure uh, you win your case. And All right. So you got. have an attorney. Yeah. It is fascinating. You know, I'm glad that uh, Dr. Gamer was here just to explain how difficult it oh. was. I mean, we produce so many lawyers this year, you know, yeah. every year in yeah. this uh, in this country. But look at what happens when you're trying to hold a government yeah. accountable to what goes on. Uh they already tend to lock up a lot of the best lawyers in your area, yeah. so that way they're not going to fight. Then I've also heard if you're trying to sue any kind of government or government official, one of the things they'll say, hey, you know, I don't want to do anything about this because I have to go in this court 
with yep. uh, with other people, and you know, I, you hear these kind yep. of things all the time. All, all the cards are stacked against. Yeah, you. kind of a good old boy, good old girl network yeah. here, and, and they all know each other. You've managed to uh, to pierce this, and so that's yeah. good. What happens next now that you have this uh, Tualatin lawyer who is going to who has agreed to take on the class action? What next now? Where does it go? Well, to get a class action going, you certainly have to start with start with a core. A very good representative group, uh, and I have uh, three other wonderful folks uh, that are co-plaintiffs with me: uh, Robin Webb, um, uh, Tom Thompson, and Doug Wills. And these are all eighty-plus-year-olds who haven't had tickets in sixty years, and uh, bless their hearts, they're going you know like ten miles an hour into the corner, and before they get through the intersection, the light turns red on them. Uh, and they get this ticket in the mail, and now yeah, so they're practically the speed of a mobility scooter going through the <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. intersection. Okay, which is kind of a funny picture, but it's not funny for them because now they're stuck with these super high insurance premiums. You know, not to mention being on a fixed income, and here you're paying all these bills. Uh, but there's been folks who've been rear-ended here. There's been folks who uh, 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 you know have uh, lost jobs. There's you know. Because it, you get too many tickets, and then uh, yeah. you're not insurable, or the insurance rate goes up yeah. on a company they're working for, right? right. I believe that's what uh, happened right. to some. Right. And for me, it was more reputational damage, you know, uh, where they where they tried to smear me. They they put up my vehicle on a on a endless loop on the police Facebook page, going through the red light. And this is this is the same day that they uh, filed the motion to dismiss my citation to circuit court, uh, and they said, "Oh, we found him guilty in municipal court." So underneath that, you see all these people. And then I would say so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, they wanted to make it look better, uh, as good as they could on their, on their behalf. But uh, they've since taken that down, of course, but I took a snapshot of it. So, all right. What um, is the ask then? Uh, what is going to be the ask yeah, of the uh, class action? Yeah, I'm, I'm not out for blood on this. What I, our, My goal was to get the, the, to force the city to time lights uh, correctly. And this is also, uh, at its core, a safety issue. Um, it's unsafe to have intersections that, uh, timed short this way. And so we want them to uh, comply with the law, first of all. There's uh, a couple of statutes, uh, 810-436, that requires a time to light in accordance with Matz's equation, uh, as recommended by the ITE. Uh, there's another uh, 810-200 uniformity requirement uh, in that statute uh, that you can't have an intersection at five seconds and then 700 feet away, have another one set for three and a half seconds, put a camera up. <laughs> yeah, there has to be consistency then. Exactly. Similar intersections have to have similar timing. Right. So this way you're not uh, catching right. someone unaware. Right? But but uh, I'm I'm an advocate for all my patients, and especially for all those hundreds of patients and uh, in the broader community who got tickets, uh, unlawful tickets from that intersection, need to be reimbursed for their fines and their trouble and their insurance premiums, and so all those costs need to be reimbursed. Okay. Um, but beyond that, uh, who knows where it can go. But um, there are larger issues at play that we'll talk about sometime later. But uh, we'll, we'll, this will give us the foothold to, to develop now, in the future. Now, how can you become a member of the class, or has it not gone that far? It doesn't go that far. You have to get into, you have to get beyond summary judgment. In other words, the city is going to do everything that it can to, to squash this so it sure. doesn't go forward. Uh, but once we uh, uh, do reach the position where we, where we get certified, the judge will certi- this, the judge handles everything. He determines if he's going to certify the class. Mm-hmm. And once he does, then we go for discovery to get the names and addresses of everyone ticketed. And then we send out uh, uh, letters asking if they want to uh, join the class. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you think what six months to a year we'll finally start moving on this? Or? Oh my gosh! Um, well, we've got uh, we still we haven't served this uh, complaint on the city yet, so we we're, we're it's perf- coming though. We're perfecting this, and it's coming. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to make sure that uh, there's uh, no way they can shut us down on a procedural ploy or something. So we've got to make sure we make this bulletproof. All right. Yeah. What about the, the concept of the red of the red light camera? Period. And the reason I bring this up is. Uh, you know, there are times I know that we have a we do have a problem with a certain percentage of drivers that I mean, not just run them, they just blast through them. I well, mean, you, you know, and it's a safety hazard. So I understand the concept of it. Yeah, but it's backwards. It's backwards because the reason why people now there are, granted there's a minority of people who do that, but it's because all the states around us. I'm from Alaska. We all have a permissive timed yellow. We the, the lights are all uniform, and we're we're conditioned to say, oh, we can make this light. Mm-hmm. 
Well, here in town, we've got yellow lights that aren't uniform. They're timed differently. And people think, oh, that light's going to change. I have to speed up to make it through. And they right. get caught. That's why we have so many red light runners in this town, because the lights are not timed correctly. Hmm. Yeah. What happens then if, or I, I would almost say when you, you you win this, what happens to the timing of red light cameras? And can they even really exist in the current incarnation? I don't well, know. Well, I, what I believe is that... Um, once you get to 6.3 seconds on these 35-mile-an-hour streets, um, you're going to run into a situation where Red Flex traffic solutions in the city uh, aren't going to have generate as much income as they did, and so it won't be worthwhile to maintain the cameras, and they'll probably go bye-bye. Right now, the federal government's pumping a lot more money in to, to uh, observe us with cameras all over the place. They've given the city more money to uh, set up more cameras. So uh, we need to nip this in the bud before it gets out of control. All right. Yeah. And as far as uh, people who are, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be profitable then to put up cameras to catch the people who, I, I mean, I'll give you an example. I, I have to swear at least once a week, I see someone on Highway 62, 62 uh, by Fred Meyer mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and Bullock Road over right. in that neighborhood by uh, Lithia Body and Paint. Sure. It's right there on that corner. At least once a week when I'm just going home or coming yeah. in there, I see someone who is not just blowing it, but... The light's been red, and boom, they just blast through. And well, well that, that's going to happen when you have a 45-mile-an-hour approach. With, I think it's 45 miles an hour there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you time the light for five seconds. It's too short. And so oh. people are still blasting through there as well. You cannot time lights so short uh, like that. That's, gonna, that's what's, that's what's going to happen. You end up having people blow through them. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm just wondering, I'm thinking of all of the uh, permutations of what happens sure. if, you know, I know I'm engaging yeah. in uh, in what if, but I know that society managed to survive before the red light camera. Yeah, quite well. In Alaska, we, you know, there's no such thing as a short yellow light. You'd be sliding into each other. So. That's true. That's true. All <laughs> so, right. So we got conditioned for, for uniform, uh, uh, healthy times, and it, and it works well. All right. Very interesting. Yeah. All right, Dr. Glenn Gamere, we keep the door open for you anytime you want to come in. And uh, I have no doubt that Linda will uh, want to join the yeah. class action well, here for when. I would, I would also yeah. like to thank you very much for your time and uh, Buffy Pollock at the Meal Tribune, who has covered this story for me. Yeah, and, and Buffy's now with Rogue Valley Rogue Times. Rogue Valley Times yeah, now. Working that. I get your subscriptions. And uh, Molly Smith at Channel 5. I mean, th- these gals both came out of the woodwork and sought out my story and 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 gave me some some life to this so i really appreciate you and and them as well thank you well you know you see the injustice and and it's it's not that uh you know you don't want streets to be safe but on the other hand if you're going to you sit there and pop people you want to make sure it's legit and there seems to be uh, some real question about that i'm with dr glenn gamere this morning here and we're going to get rolling in just a moment but uh, hi hi kmd kcmd who's this yeah i just wanted to mention that uh they changed the speed limit from 35 to 25, or no, I think it was 20, 20. for just a short distance over on, um, I think it was Biddle somewhere. Central. And it's a three-lane road, and, it's, and they're giving tickets out like crazy. Hmm. So, so a little bit of that uh, policing for profit, you're thinking? Of course, and even the judge couldn't say anything about it. Huh. Uh, I brought it up, and, and you know just said, well, they can do that. All right. Well, uh, whether they can do that, I appreciate the call, by the way. I think that was Scott. Uh, I appreciate the the fact that you're working on this one, and uh, that's outside of the scope of the lawsuit, but there is an issue here in play. Yeah, and they, uh, I think that's the headed toward uh, central, headed toward town. They dumped it down to 20 miles an hour, and they have one sign off to the right side of the road. But if you're in a two-lane street, and if there's a truck there, and you're in the left lane, you're not going to see it. You don't see that. They're catching a lot of folks there, let me tell you. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, thanks for letting me know about that. Yeah. Stay in touch, and uh, the door's open anytime you want to talk about this. Thank you, Bill. Because it is, uh, it is a pretty big irritant and very expensive for those who have been unjustly caught.